Online Podcast 447. Hello, ladies and gentle whores. Welcome back to Online Podcast. Once again, there's another show. Uh, we are back again because the conversation was so exciting and interesting that I thought we would bring Nick Thomas back to the show. Nick Thomas, welcome back again for another. Hi, week. John. Hi. Okay, so where listen. Were we? L- yes. Let me let me start out, okay? Okay. Because where, where we where we started or where we ended the yes. other day, mm-hmm. we were talking about you were talking about pre HIV, post HIV. And my the percentage of sex and stuff like that. Yes. And I think one of the things that that change and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it down a little bit because I know you're up and hyped and everything. No, that's and fine. Some, but you can bring it back up. You, you can, I don't need to bring it back up. It's just but anyway, me all the time. What, what I was gonna say is, and I was thinking about this since the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what I think changed about me is pre HIV. I was a little more carefree and uh, didn't think of myself as being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I thought, oh, I'm, nothing's going to happen. You know, I, 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 but post HIV, then, then all of a sudden reality hits and you find out that you're vulnerable, you know? Mm-hmm. And so things change. Then you realize how different your life has become. Can you, you know, tell us you, why? You can't do what? Can you tell us how different? Why and how is it different? Then, well, you start thinking about your mortality mm. because you, then you all of a sudden you 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 realize that you're not going to live forever, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that that hit me. I've always been sort of introspective anyway, and you know that kind of thing. But and some people I guess would call me morbid. Uh, curiosity about those kind of things. But, uh, you know, I really did not think at the time when I first started, when I was when I was doing all of the sex and everything, I really thought, for some reason, nothing's going to happen to me. I, I'm doing it right. I can... Because I'd had so much sex. Yeah. And, 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 you know, everybody was always saying, you need to be careful. You need to, you know, wear a condom and all this kind of stuff. And I would say, yeah, but you know, if you do it right, you'll be okay. And then all of a sudden, it, I didn't do it right. You know, I was taking all these risks, and all of a sudden, it, you know, I go and have a test, and and it comes back positive. And then reality hits, and you realize that you're 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 just like everybody else. You're vulnerable. Do you? Why do you think you had that? Um, is it the is it the the, the sexual desire is so big that it sort of blind you a little bit like sort of kind of put you in denial that you are invincible like the excitement is so great that you just just like, don't think I'm about fine. it don't think about it um well you know i thought about it but i didn't think i i, I like i said a minute ago i just thought this is not going to happen to me so you didn't want to think about it it was, a, it was denial. Denial. You know, yeah. you just, you're in denial. You think, okay, it's not going to happen to me. I think that probably happens to a lot of, a lot of people, gay yeah. guys yes. that are, you know, think, you know, 
you know, they're going to be okay. This is not going to happen to me. Yeah. And then when it happens to them, then they, their whole perspective sort of changes. And I know you mentioned sometimes on your show about people, those, the buck chasers, the people who right. want to the chasers. I've had, I've had guys post uh, HIV that have, you know, they know I'm HIV positive because I don't hide it. On all of my profiles, I put that I'm HIV positive so that people will know. And I've actually had guys come to me saying they want to convert. Mm-hmm. And so what they want, what they're saying is they want to get HIV. They yeah. want to, they want me to have sex with them and infect them. And what? I don't understand that. Yeah, that, let's talk I, about I don't, that. I don't, and this is not, and I think I irritate the the uh, HIV uh, chaser. community. No, I think I, I think oh, I irritate oh. the HIV community because I said before and been, you know, loud about it on my profiles that there's nothing good about being HIV positive. And I think it's pissed a lot of people. Yeah. I'm really good about doing that one where the, that's why I'm so alone <laughs> because I piss everybody off by being, that's the thing about being honest. If you're honest, sometimes you end up pissing people off. But anyway, you know, it's like I'm honest in saying that, you know, that there's nothing good about being HIV positive. If you think taking three pills every day for the rest of your life is, is fun then you'll you'll enjoy being HIV positive. If you think having problems going to the bathroom, uh, if you th- if you think uh, uh, people not wanting to be with you, around you, or whatever because of you, uh, you're being HIV positive, not wanting to associate with you. Mm-hmm. If you're keeping keeping that under if I had cancer, John, I could go. If I if I had some kind of cancer, I could go and so, tell everybody I have cancer, and they'd feel sorry for me. But having HIV, if I went and said I have HIV, I'm HIV positive, all I'm going to get is judgment. Yeah, there's a big difference, mm-hmm. and so you know it affects you as a person, uh, and that's what I'm saying. There's I don't understand anybody that want want to be HIV positive. It doesn't make any sense. Think, it boggles my mind. I think some people, uh, well, well, I, 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 well, I just think it's it's uh, uh, it, it boggles my mind too. Let's just put it that way. But I also kind of understand that it is a a very risky um, kind of s- sexual thing. You know, it's almost like the the, the chasing itself is 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 erotic itself. So it's it's very strange and very you know uh, yeah. Anyway, so is it fair then to say that have you ever sat down and say you know what I regretted it? If if I could you know John, this is the thing I say too. I I'm glad I'm gay. Okay, if there were a pill to make me straight, I would not take it. I'm not. I don't blame being gay for me being HIV positive. I'm HIV positive because I was irresponsible. That's why mm-hmm. I'm HIV positive, not because I'm gay. Uh, but if there were a pill that I could take that would cure me of HIV, I would take it in a heartbeat mm-hmm. because it's, it's no fun being HIV positive. If I could, you know, apparently you can get a, 
bone marrow transplant, and it has been shown to cure people, rid, rid people of AIDS, uh, the AIDS virus. There, there, there's all kinds of, you know, research going on, finding a cure or whatever. There, there are all kinds of things go, but it's so slow about it. Right. Anything happening? So, and the best prevention right now is, you know, just don't get it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know why anybody would want it. And I made a mistake. And, and part of my. Part of the the lack, of, you know, everybody's different, and I know sometimes you say that on your show, you know, when all gay men, the that's why I want to do have this conversation with you is I want to kind of show you the other side of a gay man too, that not all gay men choose the same path, do the same thing. Now in your circle, it might be because you tend to. Hang out with people or or interact with people who are more similar than you, and so all the gay men that you meet that you interact with are uh, more sexual, and and there there you know there are other people who have more than ninety percent of their mind set on sex. So mm-hmm. uh, that's why I want to have this conversation with you. But you don't you don't think that the gay male population as a whole is sex obsessed? I think male population as a whole is sex obsessed, not gay male. Okay. Uh, and, and whether or not, and this is a conversation too when I hear it, I was like, oh, I want to talk to you about this. Is I think male are wired differently. You know, you know, anything you can visually see something and, and you will get aroused. Uh, and so when you put the two attractions on two men, you double the chances of getting an own, you know? So, <laughs> so that's why it feels that way. But not, also not every single, uh, like, I, I, if I put sex in my life, I would probably say it's probably about 10%. It's, it's kind of maybe mind-boggling for you because there's so mm-hmm. many other things that I pursue in my life that, that is worth Well, you have while. all these distractions, so I don't see I don't see that as a distractions. I see that as things that I feel passionate about them doing. Maybe those things like maybe those work as if I'm like always at home, maybe I'll I'll have more sex, maybe. But uh those are the things that I don't when you say distraction, it sounds like you're doing it because you don't want to face your your sexual uh, uh, d- desire, but I uh, it's because I have so many other passion that I'm doing that I'm following that I just you know only have this much time for my for my sex life. But I enjoy you, it. But do you think that someday you might look back and you might say I regret that I not didn't at, have more fun when I was younger? No, well not at this point. I may at the end. Uh, you know I may like oh like when I'm 85 years old, it's like, oh, I can't get no snacks no more. <laughs> and then, and then I, right. I was like, oh. See, at least I won't have to say that. I'll say, you know, when I was younger, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, but, but I, I, yeah, that's true. And I also have a lot of fun in other aspects of my life, uh-huh. you know? So those are the things that I, I want to be able to look back. I can only say it for myself because I know in, every individual is different. I want to be able to look back at, 85, I want to be able to look back and say, you know, I'm glad I did this. I'm glad I did this, did this, did this. And uh, the, you know, having, you know, multiple sexual partners is not on my list. So 
it's you know it's kind of like there are other more important things for me you know achieving this achieving that is is more important so that that's that do you have anything to ask me i just burped <laughs> you have any questions follow up puzzlement puzzlements yeah i you know i just it just keeps coming back i just keep thinking you know, I was thinking while you were saying that, I was thinking it would be be nice to have a balance. I think between so. Between the yeah. two, I think you so. know, where you like, you know, like so I think you know, I was you were talking about when you were eighty five, looking back, you'd be glad that you did this, this, and this. And you know, I, I would I would look back and I would if I I'm eighty five, I look back. I don't think I'll ever make it to eighty five, but eighty five, looking back, I would I would go like. Yeah, I had a lot of fun sex-wise, but mm -hmm. I'm still alone in the world, you know? And, you know, that's the difference between me and you. You you have friends. You seem, you, you have somebody that's that's always there for you, mm -hmm. you know? But I'm not, I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that are like me, that are sex-obsessed, whatever, that have multiple encounters, that don't have a better social life than me. Right. You know, there are a lot of people that do. I think they're two do. separate things, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just whatever, for whatever reason, I'm a, I isolate myself from people and I'm not a very social person and it, it kind of works against me and it's one of the reasons why I think I spend so much time looking for whatever I can find that will you know, and it it's easier to do it in a in a kind of a sexual encounter. You Why know, is than, it? Can you explain that? I, Why is it? It's so hard for me. I would think it's it's so. Don't you think it's a, it's so vulnerable? Uh, can you what explain? Do you mean? Like uh, trying to hook up with somebody. It's no, hard. All you have to all you have to do is get on the chats. But I it's mean, hard. It's like oh my god, it's a rejection. Go to Adam for the, Adam. The or, re uh, <laughs> I think I can't. Grinder or. Manhunt, you won't have any problem at all. Wait, are you kidding? Like, is it easy for you? Is it like you? Do it's it so not hard for anybody, John. Are you kidding? Oh, I don't know if I can do it. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh, they're gonna judge me, my body. Why would they? Well, you have a nice body. No, I don't. So, <laughs> are you kidding? You you look fine. There's anyway, no problem. I I conceal my. If he's like, okay, let's just have sex. With You've always thought on. you were too fat. I know. Me too. Right now, I've never been satisfied my, with your body. I know. I have a very warped uh, self image. That's right. a different show. You're like the reverse of the what are they anorexic people or the people that look at themselves in the mirror and not see reverse. Them. That is that. Oh oh, you mean like I. I mean, you think you you see fat. Well, I guess that's yeah, the way they see it, right? You're the same way, right? Yes, yes. I, yeah, I, I don't okay. go. I, I Are haven't you anorexic? Gone. I hope not. Like, do you like binge eat and then throw it up? I binge, but I don't throw up. Okay. So I'm kind that's of, good. that. that's part of the reason why I'm fat. <laughs> it's because I remember. Because you're the, not throwing up. Yes, exactly. I, can t I just eat. <laughs> I call myself a bill. I know this is going to be very hateful coming from... I mean, people would be very hateful of me. You call yourself a what? A bill. Because it's like a bill... It's like a bulimic. Because I think a bulimic. And uh, a bulimic is you, you purge and then you... I mean, you 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 uh, uh, stuff your face. You... What's it called? You... Um, binge. You binge and then you purge. But I just binge, so I call myself a bill instead of a bulimic. Because <laughs> I'm only halfway. 
through. But no, I, I'm, I'm trying better. I'm trying to do better now. I, I, I watch my portion and everything. So that's what it is. You substitute food for sex. That's what you're doing. So yeah, I do the so. same I, thing. I, I have the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I do the same thing. You know, if I can't get sex, I'm going to eat. And if, you know, if there's, I've run out of things to eat, I'll go to sleep or I'll watch TV. You know, that's, whatever. That's something that I always wanted to ask you is there... I think I asked you this last time. This is many, many years ago when you came on my show and we talked about this. Is you know what? What do you see? Your what is your life like for you? How do you pay, if you were to paint a picture, tell the story of your life? What is it? Are you serious? <laughs> well, what is it? What do you mean? What is my day to day living like? No, is like saying? your summary of your life. What is important the summary, for you? The big summary. Yeah. What is important to you? What is important for you in life? Other than sex. Oh, <laughs> I mean, have you, you know, ever just, thought about just, that though? Just, just being honest about my life is, I think it helps. I would like to think that doing this podcast in some way has, has helped somebody out there. If it I, only helped one person to listen to it and, and say, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm not a good example. I, I don't pretend to be uh, the uh, uh, an example for the gay community. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So I, I don't know how I don't know how to answer that question. It's really so. Um, I think I think though no, this is this is this is probably the the most I've ever heard from you about that. You know, you you want you just have to pull it out. You want sharing you. your life as something that you can actually give kind of like share with the world and might do some good out of it, right? You're sharing a bad example. You talk about this on your show. You, right. You I mean, are the I'm bad not example. a good example. You are you know, an example of what not to be. <laughs> right. I tell, I'll, I tell people all the time, I said, listen to this and do the opposite and you'll be okay. Yeah. Kind of like what you were just telling us, you know, what's fun about being positive. Right. And, and yeah, you don't want to be positive, except if you're some freak that thinks there's something good about it. Do you want to? So that tells me that yeah, you want to do some good. You're sharing your life, hopefully, to right. do some good. Right. I'm not good. sharing it to try to make people oh, let's all go fuck and have fun and all of that. The reason why I'm sharing that is for anybody that listens to me and has been listening to me for all these years, they have to come to the conclusion that I was wrong and I've admitted it. You know, I you know when I when I thought that I was invulnerable that I, I could do any and everything I wanted to do and it would never catch up with me and everybody was telling me you need to be more careful and then all of a sudden it the truth hits you know and I am vulnerable and I become HIV positive you know it mm-hmm. it shows that I was wrong and I'm I'm willing I what do you do you stop doing a podcast because you realize you're wrong I didn't stop doing this because I've always put it out there. Somebody told me one time, yeah, it was Archer one time a long time ago. I was doing those uh, uh, positive, what was it called? I either ca- called it positive, negative, positive, something like that with a question mark. Every time I would go get tested, I would take my H2 with me with my little ear microphones. Yeah, yeah. And I would, you know, record the 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 session you know yeah. being tested and everything. i remember that episode and, and i would i would get the results back and archer archer was amazed he said he said nick if you had come back positive would you have posted it posted it and i said yes i would because otherwise what's the point in me doing this podcast 
if I'm going to lie about my life and try to pretend like I'm Mr. Goody Good and I never make any mistakes and all that kind of stuff, that's not real. Uh, You know, I'm real, as real as real can get. And I make mistakes and I do wrong things all the time. And, you know, there's some good there. I don't think I'm a terrible person, but, you know, but, but, you know, I, 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 in a lot of ways, there are a lot of things that you wouldn't want to pattern yourself after, Yeah, you know. Well, that's true. And, and a lot of times it's, it's uh, how much you share and how many people that we know in our lives who do not share the ugly laundry and mm-hmm. who might be. I think that's, don't you think that's why it's hard for some people to listen to me? Yeah. Because I just don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yes. I totally agree. You, they, yeah, it's, you know, maybe they find their lives to be hectic, busy, too many things to worry about enough that they don't want to have, kind of have that burden. You know, there are times it, it becomes like, because you kind of rub off your, your energy, your, your, your personality comes through to personal podcasts. And I think some people feel that energy and they pick it up as a negative energy and they just don't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't, and obviously I'm still listening, you know? So, uh, Why is yeah. it you don't look at it as negative though? And they, you think they do? I mean, is it because you... I think I make a very, very deliberate effort to to not take things personal, like into me, even sometimes I hear things that you say that I may not agree. I just mm-hmm. treat that as that's you. That's just you talking. It's as if I'm, you know, I'm not there to argue with you or, 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 or right. debate with you. I'm just taking it in and I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not judging. I think when people feel that, Oh, this I'm is att- not I'm me. attacking them or something or their way of life. Yeah. Or yeah. And, and and you can you come across that way sometimes and you know that's that this too you know you like you know you would say I think the one thing that I remember is you you always say you know Bible is a book written by man right that's just or right. and all that things that you say you say provocative things that you is think that is really true that provocative to some people it is because yeah. to to it's almost like saying uh, you know I mean, things that you just, believe do what now. Things that people—that's—that's that's what you believe, right? Let's say for a relig- right. religious person, they right. may find it offensive. I mean, politics and religion, right? Those two things. And right. when you say it so blatantly, matter a matter of factly, yeah. that people people would take offense. But mm-hmm. I also find when people—it's people who are taking offense. It's when it it hits a certain court, you know. That's when it it it, be, it matters. For me, when I listen to you. There are things that I don't agree. It doesn't touch that chord, because I maybe it's me. I typically, it's you know, it's if you are say my day to day friend that I see every day, it, it and then they say something that you say to me. I may react a little bit differently, but I, I sort of am detaching myself from your show. I'm mm. merely only listening to it just as an observer you know there's if there's mm-hmm. no participation so and maybe and then another factor is probably judging i make a, a huge effort not to judge when i listen to podcasts because it sometimes some shows i listen i try other shows and some some shows click some shows don't i don't say that that's a bad show what I, the sound quality is bad i would say that it's bad but but 
the style of show and how people or what people share what people share their content and their perspective is really none of my control and, and if i it doesn't if it doesn't click for me i just don't listen to it and I, and they shouldn't take offense on that too but right. i i think part of that is too you know people invest so much and and, and they uh i understand i think most people are that way i'm a little bit right. different because i get to be both I get to be the content provider for a podcast as well as a, co- a content consumer. So I know how sometimes things that I say, some people might take it very personal or, or whatever. So I know that being on both sides, so I kind of understand where you come from. But things that you say, you know, can be offensive and can be, can rub people the wrong mm-hmm. way. And uh, I just, I just happen but to not. I don't know. It just seems like to me that people would, I, I enjoy, you know, it's one of the reasons why I listen to Alan Combs show and I would recommend anybody that's interested in that. You were on the show a couple of times. Oh, yeah, lately. I've been on several times, but I, I don't sound, you know, maybe you could explain <laughs> that. Why do I sound so horrible? Okay, let me, let me tell you, it's there. It's their problem because you know, but the some phone. of them sound oh, great really? on the phone. Uh, I don't know. I, and, and I'm on an iPhone and I just don't think I sound like, like tinny? terrible. Tinny or what? Is it, yeah, what do you mean yeah. terrible? Uh, if you I want to sound know. good, you you should call in with Skype with you your current so? microphone. Yes. Next time, call in. Uh, call with into Skype the show and, and see say what it sounds like. Uh, well, you're using a, a good microphone. So, right. so first of all, you call in and say, "I just want to test my microphone to see if my sound sounds <laughs> yeah, good." <laughs> so, I, don't know, I was just calling to test my microphone. You probably have a better microphone than than Ellen Combs. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. He sounds pretty good. He's got one of those radio voices, though. Right. But anyway, you know, that's what I was going to say, though. Is you know, It's interesting to listen to people that have varying viewpoints because Alan Combs is a liberal on a, the Fox radio network. And so he talks about, you know, all the liberal kind of things and stuff. And then he, because he's on Fox, a lot of people that have been listening to conservative radio hosts all day they come and hear his show and then they they like calling him and bitching at him and Mm -hmm. telling him how wrong he is and whatever and you can get some interesting back and forth between them that's some of the most interesting radio and that's what i like and you know i that's the one thing that i don't like about podcasting that i like about listening to a show like that is because you get it back and forth you know yeah and hearing, you know, I don't have any problem at all. The some of the some of the better podcasts that I've ever done, one of the best podcasts I think I ever done, while I've been doing this, is one of the earliest ones. Was when Mike Hip had gone and talked about how he hated my show and everything, mm-hmm. and me and him started getting into some arguments, and I he had said some nasty things about me on maybe left comments on Archer's uh, comment section or somebody's, Mm -hmm. and I read them like I wouldn't read them, and I read them, and I felt like, you know, I needed to respond, and I did a whole podcast, and I called it Mike Hip Hates Nick Thomas. And the whole podcast was like me, you know, and I was sort of being smart back to him, you know, without him being there. And it was kind of, to me, it was kind of, fun to, to be able to do that, you know, because here's this gay guy that, you know, you would think would be nice, you know, but he was in my face about 
you know, the the same thing we talked about earlier in the last one about all of my talk about sex and everything. You know, but how, how is it? How is it different? Uh, how is his way different from my way? Whose way? Uh, I guess his way was he was. He was he was not nice about any of the criticism, you know. Yeah, he uh, just seemed like he, instead of well, instead of I think that's confronting, a judging. That's instead a judging of confronting thing. me face on, it was like through you know these comment things. He wouldn't like coming to me at my podcast, uh, like WordPress, and leaving a comment and saying, "Nick Thomas, you're blah blah blah." That's fine. I don't have I wouldn't have any problem with that. But if he, I felt like he was like trying to cut me down to other people mm-hmm. you know well, on their that that's well i even i don't like that sort of i know those things exist you know those the pe- people like this in fact i think there's a there are a lot of people who are like that out there and it's just it's just human being uh yeah. you know not especially on the internet you know you're kind of anonymous anyway and and you you'd say things about other i i hate don't like that. I, it's just simply me because I, I think I I reserve all my judgment because um, I it I don't think it serves any purpose and I think it makes somebody it makes you a better it makes me happier when I'm not passing judgment. It makes life a little it's a, a lot more simpler and easier. I think. Yeah, but you can judge. I don't have any. Well, problem. I do judge, and you do, but I mean, you do it in a nice way. And then a part of that is my personality too. I, you know, I, I do not like conflict. Like, for instance, let's go back to talking about podcasting. There are so many phases and waves of podcasters, and there were dramas here and dramas there, and this person does not like that person, and blah blah. blah. I don't want any of that. I think you know cu- the current um, sort of community that I'm, I am actively a part of, is Pride Forty Eight. And Pride Forty Eight is a it's a group of podcasters who would do live shows, and several years ago, uh, a couple of the podcasters decided they would set up a server and all that, and we would do during Pride Month we'll do forty eight hours of of podcasting. Just all the podcasters get together, sign up for the time slots, and you do podcasting for forty eight hours for the whole weekend to celebrate Pride, and. Mm-hmm. That's the group that I'm I'm involved with right now, and I still hear other people making fun of that group from those early days podcasters. Say, ah, you still join that little you know, silly group who like do like a horrible show. It's like, you know, why do you have to put people down? What's funny about? What's nice? What's why? Why? What does it do? Does it make you feel better by talking bad about other people? Trash. And I I don't get it, and I don't go out in there and say no. You shouldn't say that. I was like, you know, I don't want to be a part of your negativity. I I, I enjoy people. I enjoy everyone. And if you think that that's a problem, that's well, your business. That's that's sort of why I stopped listening, listening to, to other, other people. I I I I get because it. because I felt like one one thing I felt like I was tr- always in competition. I always felt like I was competing. And another was, you know, I, I just want to be there fresh. Are nasty, there are nasty podcasters out there. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just a fact. There are people out there because if you podcasters who want to or, or able to do a show tend to be a little bit showy, 
right? You you put on your you put yourself out there for people to see. So a bit of an exhibitionist. And then secondly, uh, there's certain level of um, pride to putting out your work, and also uh, a little bit of ego. So actually, I should say a lot of ego. Uh, even I included. You know, why am I doing this show? You know, there there are certain part of me that enjoy. Hearing back from people and say, "Hey, I, you know, I listened to this show, I enjoyed it, whatever." There, there's there's certain ego involved. Mine is probably a little less than some other people, but mm-hmm. those are the things. Combination of all those things, put all those people together with all those combination, you're prone to have some sort of a, an ego explosion. And I like the name of that ego explosion. I'll call the show ego. You'll just start a new podcast and call it Ego, Ego Explosion. Explosion. Love it, love it. <laughs> like I don't have enough podcasts. Right. Anyway. <laughs> um, no. But but anyway, so do you have any other questions that you have been wondering about stuff mm. that you don't understand, your life, my life, that is so different? I always, one thing that I know, I'll let you think about it when I say this. Okay. I, I always feel like you have always been very respectful of me and uh and yeah i've always f- felt that yeah well it's because, and because you i'm were nice the i respect you me. yeah okay well good thank you i mean yeah and i like what you do uh, i wouldn't have patterned my i wouldn't have done my podcast if it hadn't been for listening to yours <laughs> and i thought so, yeah so, i, I want to do that too that's cool do you still have people who are like oh my Gosh, boring ass show, a personal journal. Do you still have people? Uh, no, nobody even comments about things like well, that. I good. think the people that have settled in with me are people that like it. I think I totally agree, and I've been saying this since the earlier on that you will find a group of people people who would like this kind of podcast. It is its own niche. It is it is its own yeah. category. It did not exist before prior to podcasting because people. It's just not a successful uh, a commercial format and therefore only a podcast would allow personal journal like this to exist so i i so people who find your show and like your show stay with your show is people like us who enjoy listening to that sort of shows right uh who during this oh do you have any other questions before i go i I can't think of anything right at the moment okay is is anyone in uh in the podcasting world that that you've met who is another podcaster? You, you mean meet in person? Yeah. Uh, I've met uh, Tom from Tom Takes on the World, and he, I think he doesn't do a podcast anymore. <clears throat> I've met uh, some of listeners. I've met Trucker Alex. He's actually come here and spent the night a few times. Hadn't been a, hadn't been here a long time. Let's see who else. Uh, am I leaving anybody out? I'm yeah. What about the the two guys from England? Oh yeah, yeah. Paul and Michael. Paul and Michael, and they were Paul, sick too. Paul, I mean, right. you were sick. Oh, not sick. You have your wisdom tooth right, out. Or something. It was right. My tooth was. I was having a really terrible toothache because I was going to have to have my t- tooth pulled, but I uh, was going like the next Monday, yeah. and they came on a that Friday weekend, or something, yeah. and, and they I was did a re- show. really feeling bad. They and did a he show. Did, yeah, <laughs> L- Paul and London did the show that weekend. Are you still in touch with them? I haven't talked to Paul in quite a while. 
I think he still listens, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. Yeah. He used to comment a lot, but and yeah, he does, and he's kind of in the background now. I, I think I think there are times when I say things that he doesn't agree with either, and I think maybe sometimes, you know, I'm just surmising here. I think probably he he's, he might take them somewhat personal, mm. you know, when I'll say things about monogamy and but not being normal. But but, but were you surprised that you, did you think that I was going to be like all defensive about about monogamy? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so maybe maybe they're the same. I think a lot a lot more, especially gay men, because we we are not used to the whole marriage. Um, you know, your marriage says that you have to be uh, faithful, whatever. And because we, we don't have that, that bond or that contract that mm-hmm. I think we, we we probably are able and allow ourselves to think well, outside of the box. So that brings up a question. If yes, that's a good Kansas, segue. If, if Missouri ever be allowed gay marriage, would you and uh, Bruce get married? Yes. You would? And uh, we, we've actually recently, I probably shouldn't talk too much about this since it involves him. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. No, no, no that's okay. I, I'll, I'll just say, uh, let me say it this way. Yes. And I am more of a pragmatic, for, for practical reasons, more than romantic reasons. If you ask me and him, what he would agree also is that we are like, we're married. Already, and yeah. yeah, we are already married. And why do you have to do this? You know that additional thing. But what we want, what I at least want to do, is I can speak for myself, is because I want to. I am the same. Um, you know, I want to have the same rights. So mm-hmm. I want it. And there is financial, uh, a lot of headaches, a stuff that you don't have to go through if you are legally married. You know, a lot of stuff would be protected. Right. And uh, you know you don't get tax on stuff. That right now, through work, I get I can get a better uh, dental and vision uh, right. insurance for for my partner. My I have a I'm lucky I have a workplace that would actually I can actually buy insurance for my partner. And but the government taxes me on those the right. amount, even though oh, I almost said the workplace. My workplace paid for it. I still have to pay taxes on whatever they pay, the value of what they paid for, for Bruce's coverage. So mm-hmm. that would not be an issue if, if we are allowed to get married. So uh, going back to the whole uh, DOMA thing, uh, how's that going to change uh, couple, same-sex couples of binational same-sex couples? That's going to change a, a, a lot also. I, I was lucky enough to be able to get my own path to get my citizenship through my profession but you know you can imagine a, a couple and i've seen that we have friends who uh, one in mexico and the other one's here and and they have to visit each other that way for many years because he's illegal and he's a college professor and he just couldn't get the job and the, the sponsorship that he has to go back and teach there so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of uh it's good that now we have the, because of DOMA being struck down, that we actually can, in time, hopefully very soon, that we will be able to have same-sex couples sponsor their, their spouse or their partner. Okay. If you're married. If you're married. I think mm-hmm. uh, not partner. I guess it has to be married. So you have to be married somewhere else. So I would mm-hmm. get married, yes. 
That's good. Uh, is marriage for everyone? No. Uh, no, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, there you go. But do you think some gay people are getting married just because not thinking about it seriously? They just see it as, you know, we can do this, so why don't we do it, you know? Yeah. Instead of think, yeah. you know, like a lot of heterosexual yeah. people, they yeah. don't consider yes. the consequences. I think, I think it's going to get more that way when we get uh, gay marriage is more uh, is legal in more states. I think it's going to get that way. You know what? It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight. We're human being, and the same mistakes that people do in a, a, a heterosexual straight relationship, people do in gay relationship. There are bad people, the bad straight people. Same thing. There are bad gay people. There are good gay people and there are good straight people. Right. And we're just people. That's a simple explanation. What do you think about the Zimmerman? Um, verdict. How do you feel about all that? I, I, I feel like it. Our legal process has gone through its process, and so that will be it. Whether or not I agree or disagree with with the verdict, um, I think the legal process is there. But I still think it just only reminds. I tweeted this. Whether or not you agree, it's done. But what it reminded me of is, oh boy, racism is so out there still. And it, it, I don't know if it, yeah, it's from the case. I'm just thinking, you know, if I were a black man, somebody can follow me and uh, attack me and kill me. And when I'm dead, I cannot speak for myself whether or not he's... You know, it, right. my side of the story would, would just be silence because I'm dead. And uh, like today, just today, right? The president talked about the one. It would be several, right. several days ago. You know, imagine I, you know, my, I have a black friend and we, we went out uh, on a video shoot and we were scouting some locations for backyards in this neighborhood of, of some of our friends. And so I was walking into the backyard. I was like, oh, his owner's not home. I want to check and see if it's fine. I walk into the backyard and she said, no, 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 I, I can't do that. I'm black. And I said, oh, oh, I never really thought about that. And that's something that she grew up with that she has to say, you know, I can't just walk into people's yard because I'm black. I'm afraid I'll get shot yeah, or something. get shot or because all the while she, she said she grew up every time she has to be extra, and she's highly educated, you know, and the whole family's highly educated, she said, but we deal with the same thing. When we go outside, people just see us as black. But if you if she feels that way, can you imagine what a black guy, guy would feel? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. In the same situation. Yes. I can totally understand. You know, so, walking, walking, to, you know, walking and having somebody follow you or, or thinking that you're going to rob them. Or I, I have, I have had, ex I have had very minor, small uh, experience like that. Like people would, uh, when I, I remember going into a, a a store, and you know I was not dressed nicely. I was in my shorts and it's like a summer clothing, and nobody wants to talk to me. Going going into the store, like you, I was researching for a a receiver. 
And I go into like a Best Buy. It was a different. I can't remember what sh- store it is, but it's no longer open. It's sort of like a Best Buy, you know, electronic mm-hmm. stores. Right. And I can see all the employees working, going up to a Other white people. person, and they talked and greeted them. I walked in, no one approached me at all. And uh, so I, I felt firsthand that way. I typically tune out. I don't really care because here's my principle in life: is if if you're if you're an asshole, you're probably not. You probably don't worth my effort being right. affected by you. So that's kind of like my attitude, you know. People that I don't respect, I don't really care what you say. It doesn't hurt me because it, you know, everything that comes out from your mouth is really irrelevant. So, uh, so I usually have that attitude. So I don't really see that. But sometimes, you know, you do feel it. You walk in there, you feel that you are treated differently. And I'm not very sensitive. I. Well, I treat racism, I think, on the sensitivity threshold, mine is very low. You know, I take racial jokes from friends or from other podcasters very well because I thought, I just think it's funny, you know. But when it comes to a black person, it's a little bit different because it's kind of like uh, uh, gay people, the hate crime thing. When people do hate you for that, and uh, I don't think, well, there might be, but I I think uh, it's more out there for a black person than it is an Asian person. To uh, I think we're targeted as an Asian, targeted probably less than a black person, I think. I have seen Asian kids being beat up by, by white boys, though. So I've seen that, but uh, like in high schools. And those are just stupid people sometimes. Hmm. And you should know, right? Racism in living, not that you're oh, racist, yeah. but living where you live. Right. Uh, I don't know. I just. Or you just tune out too. Well, or I've you, had don't, you same, don't interact I've had with people. Similar kind of situation with, you know, a friend of mine went, me, went with me, and this is a white guy. Uh-huh. Uh, me and a friend went to. Uh, was that store rooms to go to look at furniture uh-huh. one time and i noticed nobody wanted to help us and i think it was because they thought we were gay uh-huh. you know we even though we were gay but you know thinking we were lovers or something mm. like the husbands wow. looking for furniture or something that's because the dumb <laughs> <laughs> so it you know being gay kind of you know you you become more sensitive i think yeah no i i agree i think my being gay had really helped me becoming more sensitive, and that's why it puzzles me when I hear very judgmental gay people. Yeah, really. You know, here's one thing. I I have a soft spot, and I've said this multiple times, that I have a soft spot for transgender people. And because I have an aunt who's transgender, and I also find there's a lot of, within our, our gay community, there's a lot of, um, not so much hate, but just, I don't want to deal with they them. Just don't understand I don't it. understand it. I don't want to deal with it. You know, are you a man or are you? They are applying the same sort of judgment and the same sort of filtered or, or, or tinted glass to the transgender community while we're being treated that way by the the not so or the miseducated straight community. So I, I really don't like that and and uh that's the one thing that I I some I cannot 
stand is people who people who people in our own community treating the same community our own community the way that is they are being treated right hmm. so yeah <laughs> I enjoy the conversation do you enjoy the conversation Oh yeah. You yeah, you okay definitely. so okay I have to say this. You 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 sound I'm always very into like I'm like so energy like hyper right. all the you time did. my energy is really you up. down. I kind of No. Like... No. I think I think uh, it balances out. You you are definitely more energetic when I rub off a little bit of my energy so, to you. Yeah, it takes me, you know, I go in spurts. So there you go. But I, I, I mean, you know, that's the thing. That's that's why it probably helped to do two of these, because so it takes me a little while to get started sometimes. No, I thought you were great. Maybe in your head you think so. I thought you were great, even in the first episode. Yeah, but it's a uh, slow. Do you, uh, again one one more time before I know we're approaching fifty. But it's okay. I don't have a time limit. It's that you do you have any other. Questions and curiosity about things. Uh, the contrast. Uh, of yeah, our I'll probably I'll probably think of something after we shut it off. <laughs> you tell me if there's something that I'm I've forgotten. You've been listening to me, so yeah, I'm sure you hear sometimes when I say say things. You know, maybe you you, you say things about. you say things when you're in a good mood one way, and when you're in a bad mood, it comes out like. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, bah, 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 bah. I was like, oh, I hope you have Are a you good day. Are you saying bitch? Oh, yeah, you bitch all the time. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't judge. Uh, you <laughs> I like it when you laugh. Sometimes when you yeah, laugh. Yeah, no, but I can't force it. You know, it, it has to be real. I know. This is like, that's Who why I don't forced, laugh you so think much. I, you think I force my laugh? No, no. I think you're. I think there are some people that are just naturally a happy people people you know? i definitely am and, and i'm not that kind of way and so you know when i when i see people in pictures and they have this smile on their face and i think how do they do that i always have a smile and this is how do they do that i know because if somebody you know when you go to go to have your driver's license picture taken and they say smile and i say i can't do that <laughs> Entertaining. So take it the way it is. This is this is like kind of the stuff that make me laugh on your show. I guess I mean I can't. How can you manufacture a smile? Yeah, I cannot, yeah. I cannot do a fake smile. I've tried. I've, been in the mirror, <laughs> I've, I've stood in the mirror before and tried Please. to like get my corners of my mouth to go up. Please take and, a selfie of you smiling. And I would actually have to have some kind of plastic surgery. To have oh. that kind of smile oh, I, I, fixed to my face. I do want to have... Well, okay. Well, let me finish this thought first. Uh, I smile naturally, and I always have a big smile. In fact, one of... Uh, I'm also a singer, right? You probably... You know this. Right. I, I, You're a good singer. Well, thank you. I, I'm a singer, and I was in this singing uh, performance thing, and they have to write my bio, and they said that I'm the poster child of a smiley. and Because I'm always smiling. People who are around me they always ask people who work with me or people that I know. It's like, do you ever feel sad? Do you, <laughs> you know, do you do you ever not smile? Like, do you ever like, come into work one day and feel like, Ugh. I I always smile, and it's it's not it's like you, you 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 don't want to feel like right you have on. to force right something, on. right? I, it's just me. It's like my natural right. thing. My That's my good. first instinct is to smile. I remember my mom said that 
uh, my uncle came to visit me the first day I was born, and he touched my cheek, and I started smiling huge. And like the first day, I started smiling. So I, I think it's part of me. I it, it's not that I'm better because I put this up this big smile. It's just my normal self. Well, I do, I do. I wish I could be more like that, but I can't. So. Well, you just have to be yourself. The I do want to uh, make it clear that I my energy that I I, I preserve for my podcast is obviously higher than my say my well that my actually not if you ask my regular self my yes I think that's sometimes true my coworker next to me said that he he would probably disagree because he always would crack up when I like I'd be over at my desk doing stuff and he would crack up re reacting to what I was doing or what I was smiling or reacting mm -hmm. to things and he said you know I would make a lot of money if I just put everything out on the internet so maybe I am that crazy I I am a little crazy you know I wired a little bit differently I'm very energetic and and I I, th I think very differently from a lot of people but I'm fun for sure yes you are I might be crazy but girl <laughs> I'm fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're too much. I know. I know. There's another thing that I'd like to talk to you about next time for on a different show. It's about aging. Oh, aging. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. No, we do. No, we don't. Because I'm starting. Um, no, we are. There's nothing we can do about it. I know, right? Get Botox or... Okay, what is that? What is that new thing on TV? The oh, is there a new lifestyle thing? lift. Oh, what the hell is it? What is that? Life, lifestyle lift, cosmetic surgery. You know, facelift. Okay, let me let me ask you this before, we like, to, as a teaser for our future podcast, cosmetic okay. surgery. Would you, if you have the money? Yes, I, I would. Would you do cosmetic surgery to make you look younger? As long as I didn't look like uh, ugly jo Joan, Joan Rivers. Uh, Rivers. Yeah. If I looked like that, I wouldn't want to do it. She looks. It's look. It looks like plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's just uh, I a talk little about lift. subtle, subtle. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I it's upside. What? Yeah, I've done Botox before. Did you like it? You didn't like it, right? Oh, it didn't I, have any yeah, I liked it. Uh -huh. It'll smooth the frown lines in your forehead. Yeah. Mm. I don't because I'm Asian. I don't have that yet. <laughs> Even though I'm turning forty next year. Wow, uh, I can't believe that. I know, right? I look pretty good for a thirty-nine-year-old, right? Really. Um, Look at you! I'm touching myself right my face, not myself, but I'm touching my face right now. <laughs> so have, when when did the glasses come in? I can't remember you being in glasses before. I'm still in. When I'm in glasses, like you're wearing, in glasses on the picture on the on the Skype. I I I always wear glasses. Oh really? I don't yeah. remember ever seeing you in glasses before. Well, maybe maybe you've been in them, or maybe that's a different frame or something. On on online uh, podcast website, my my al album artwork is without my glasses. You know that picture is so old. I've been thinking about doing a new photo now because I I, uh, I you know it's still I still kind of look like that because all it's all blurry. But I yeah I need to update my website. I have plans, so that's coming. Okay. But yeah, I, I, I am a little bit obsessive about my youth. Okay. I, I like it when people say, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're 39." Because a lot of people at right. work, especially, they they always, oh, this is how they found out that I am this old, is when I tell them that I've been in the industry for for 15 years. They're like, yeah. "Well, how old? Are, they figure how old it out." Are you? Huh? Yeah, and also uh, when people find out that I've been 
in a relationship for 15 years, they're like, oh my gosh, how See, old that's why you? I never give them any real numbers. Always <laughs> fake, fake They'll it. Figure out. <laughs> Don't you think they, would, they can tell? <laughs> well, I mean, they can if they go to my podcast page. They can look at the old uh, elementary that? school pictures <laughs> that have dates on them. I, is, is the number, I know it is, I'm just asking. Is that number, like your yeah. age, bothersome? Uh-huh. Yeah, I would rather be 21 or, th- you know, somewhere around in there. Wouldn't you? I mean, really. Be- well, I, people- If you could go back, wouldn't you want to? Not yet. No. Okay, but well, you're not I, old enough. Yeah, yet, maybe. That, that's why I'm saying. I'm, once I, you turn 40, maybe, you know, when you turn 40, you'll have another. You said you got a few months to go. Yes, I have uh, about, uh, yeah, a few months. Next March, I will be 40. Oh, okay. So I'm a March baby too. Oh. March second. Oh wow! I'm I'm a late March baby. I'm March okay. the last day of March. March. So 31st. then you're not even a Pisces then, right? I'm an Aries. Yeah. Okay. At the the beginning end of it. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Hey, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I enjoyed it. You know, I think this is a great conversation. I wish you can share that with your listeners because I think your listeners would be oh I will so I'll thrill put a link. Your, your listeners would be so thrilled right. to listen to this side of you. Because I think when you have an interaction, like last time when you have people on your show too, you you, you know, you, different. there's a different side of you that come right. out. Uh, the, that that old friend of yours or something. You guys used to laugh together. What's his name? Steven? Steve? St- yeah, right. Yeah. Steve, yeah. That's another story by itself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole new podcast. Yeah. But uh, anyway... Happy music again. All right, John. Thank, thank you. you, Nick Thomas, for coming on the show. Just stay on the line, though. Uh, okay. And uh, you can check out uh, Nick Thomas's podcast on iTunes, or you can go to nickthomas.org and follow him on Twitter. I probably I should follow you on Twitter. Uh, and uh, go do all that, and go check out his podcast and find out why I like him. I like his show. And uh, until next time, don't forget to smile, bitches. Bye. Say bye, Nick Thomas. Bye.